Hallelujah. Okay, welcome. Welcome, welcome people of God. So, we will go with the word of God. And uh, so, to, to reiterate once again, I am on the series of Revelation. So, again a disclaimer. Those who have been in the meeting, it will be easy for you to understand what I am continuing continuing in the book of revelation it's a flow okay some of the things that i may say i may not cover it completely because i had covered it in the previous sermons okay so maybe if you if you don't know so i may i may just say it and i may i may not cover it so those who have been there previously it will be easy easier for you to understand and catch a hold of the revelation and of the utterance of the Most High God of what He wants to speak to us through the scripture. Hallelujah. Okay. And so last time I had, last Friday I had taken a very important topic of the water and the blood and the spirit. <clears throat> okay. And uh, so I told you why Jesus was worthy to open the seals. Because he was the lamb that was slain. Then John explains that he came by water and by blood. And there are three which bear witness on earth. The water, the blood and the spirit. Jesus took over that agreement. Jesus took over that covenant relationship that the devil. I, I had uh, told in the last sermon that uh, how, how the devil had a hold over the waters that are over the heaven. Over the first heaven, there is a realm of waters <coughs> where the devil reigns and how the devil had corrupted the earth and every decision of the devil is been executed on earth by the water and the blood and a demonic spirit. That is how they do occultism, witchcraft. Uh, human beings don't take decisions on earth. It is the water and the blood and a demonic spirit that take decisions of what should happen on the face of the earth. Okay, so that's how we saw that how Jesus became worthy to open the seals that would bring the judgment, judgment, the end of the devil and the end of the reign of his kingdom on the face of the earth. And Jesus then starts to open up the seals. Okay, hallelujah. I think from... <coughs> From last few weeks, I have covered a lot. I have covered Revelation chapter 1, 2, 3, all those revelations. I have covered the beast system. I have covered the second beast. Then I have covered the seals and why Jesus was worthy to open the seals. So tonight, even as I was praying, the Lord led me to speak on the topic called the Babylonian system. The mystery the mystery that is called Babylon. Okay. The mystery that is called Babylon in Revelation chapter number 17. Mystery Babylon the Great, which is the mother of all, mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth. What is that mystery? Hallelujah. Are we together? Can we start? So we are going to look at the mystery Babylon which is there in the book of Revelation chapter number 17. So we will come to Revelation chapter number 17. But <clears throat> before that, 
we have to we have to evaluate and investigate who is the mystery babylon mystery babylon is not found only in the book of revelation mystery babylon existed before genesis was written okay and that's a city that's a system the babylonian system okay so first of all before going into the mystery babylon you got to understand what is a mystery what is a mystery i i will not go into scripture but um understand what is we have to understand what is a mystery a mystery first of all is something that is hidden from the flesh world and also from the spiritual world it only lies with god okay that is a mystery it is only with god and no one knows it except god only he knows the mystery okay and it can be revealed to the sons of men only by the spirit of god that's why the bible says the spirit searches all things and reveals the deep things of god what are the deep things of god it is the mystery unless the holy spirit wills to reveal it to you it cannot open up to you okay and this bible that you that you read if you don't have a intimate relationship with god while reading the bible okay if you are not into a personal and intimate relationship with god you will read the bible and you will understand nothing or even if you understand some things from the bible that will not be the hidden things of god that will be a revelation that came out of your mind or out of some theory or out of some out of some bible studies i am not against bible study i am not saying don't go to bible college but when you sit in the bible college you will gain knowledge of the head but mysteries are only revealed by a spirit not by a teacher not by a human teacher it is revealed by the spirit who is the real teacher the holy spirit are we together okay so to understand the mystery of the bible we need the holy spirit the 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 reason i am able to explain and translate what i am receiving receiving from god to you in this meeting it's because the holy spirit is sitting with me and helping me otherwise i wouldn't have been able to do it hallelujah <clears throat> are we together hallelujah i am receiving such things i know i have received it but to translate it to the minds of people so people would understand god whom he really is to reveal jesus christ hallelujah to preach the gospel that is preaching of the gospel preaching of the gospel is not mere words it's revealing jesus christ hallelujah to the hearts of men who he really is and we need the holy spirit to sit here to be with us here so that we may i may i may reveal it to you hallelujah are we together we are not just human beings sitting here there are there is the holy spirit there are angels here assisting me and working in the hearts and minds of people you don't hallelujah you believe it believe it or not there are angels assisting in this meeting there are there is the holy spirit who is uh, who is taking the words to the hearts of people hallelujah hallelujah okay okay i will take i will take some other day the subject of mystery but i told you about the mystery because the bible says in revelation chapter number 17 that 
the babylon is called the mystery babylon the great so babylon is a mystery babylon is a mystery unless the holy spirit reveals it to us we would not understand it you cannot understand the mysteries going to a bible college you may get doctrine head knowledge and all those things but mysteries will be unveiled to you only when the spirit unveils it to you and opens the seal okay hallelujah so okay before going to revelation chapter 17 which talks about babylon i want to take you to isaiah chapter 14 so let's do a background check let me bring to you the introduction of babylon isaiah chapter number 14 yes <clears throat> it's in isaiah chapter number 14 and verse number 12 okay before going to verse number 12 read out verse number 4 in your bible what it says it says that you that you will take up this proverb against the king of babylon okay against the king of babylon Now let's see who is the king of Babylon. It is not only talking about Nebuchadnezzar or Belshazzar, it is talking about a ancient king who created the system of Babylon in verse number 12. So verse 4 onwards Isaiah is prophesying prophesying against whom the king of Babylon and see who is the king of Babylon mentioned in verse number 12. Isaiah 14:12. How you are fallen from heaven O Lucifer son of the morning how you are cut down to the ground so Lucifer is the king of Babylon that is what Isaiah is saying here you who weaken the nations now Babylon is the one who weakens the nations how we will see that for you have said in your heart i will ascend into heaven I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Hmm? Yet yet you shall be brought okay let's stop at verse 14. So this is the intention of the king of Babylon. What is the intention of the king of Babylon? He wants to take the place of God in other words dethrone God and take the place of God that is the intention of the king of Babylon and verse 12 says how we will do it by weakening the nations by weakening the nations so the babylonian system already started to take place when lucifer desired to take the place of god i will not go to go into that i told you already how lucifer was the ancient high priest in the pre-adamic race and at that time he wanted to take the throne of god and so lucifer how he wanted to take the throne of god is by creating a system or a city called babylon okay that is how he would he would target to become like god that is how he would target to ascend high above the throne of god and take the place and the authority in the third heavens where god is seated and his throne is established he wanted to take over that by doing what by creating a system a city called babylon 
Okay, are we together? But verse number 15 says, Okay, before going to verse number 15, let me give you some insight. So, Lucifer was the king of Babylon. Babylon did not come into existence in 2 Kings. It existed before Genesis. There are other names by which Babylon is called, like in Ezekiel chapter 26. Ezekiel prophesies against Tyre. It is, one, it is Babylon again. It is Babylon. Then in Genesis chapter number 10, Nimrod established a kingdom called Babel. It is Babylon. So Babylon had different names in the early days, in the, in the start of the Bible. Then the Babylon name came into existence when in 2 Kings. Okay. And who gave the place to Babylon? Who gave uh, entrance to Babylon to come into Israel was Hezekiah the king. The prayerful king. We will come to that at a later part of the sermon. Let me not go into that. Okay. So Babylon already existed before second kings. When it is really mentioned as Babylon. And it is mentioned by different, different names like Tyre and Babel. Secondly, Babylon, write this down. Babylon is a kingdom of blasphemy. Babylon is a kingdom of blasphemy. When you read Revelation chapter 17, we will come to that at a later stage. You will see that that woman Babylon, the harlot was sitting on a beast which had names full of blasphemies, blasphemous, blasphemy. Babylon is a kingdom of blasphemy against God and it intends to contradict the authority and sovereign, sovereignty of God and take the place of God. That is what Babylon wants to do. Babylon is the kingdom of blasphemy against God and intends to contradict the authority and sovereignty of God and take the place of God. Are we together? Okay, now let's go to verse number 15. Isaiah 14, verse number 15. This is the decree of God. This is the judgment of God over Babylon now. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Lucifer, king of Babylon, you want to ascend on high and become the highest of high, but you will be what? Brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you saying, is this the man who made the earth tremble and shook kingdoms? Yes, Babylon is a system that makes the earth tremble and shakes the kingdom. Yes, hallelujah. Who made the world as a wilderness and destroyed its cities and who did not open the house of his prisoners. So this is the judgment of Babylon given by God from the ancient times. Given by God from the ancient times. And we don't fight with such a kind of principality with something new. We fight with such a kind of principality by tapping into ancient judgments that God had released in the ancient times. Even some of them were released before the before Ad Adamic race, our human race was made. Those are the ancient decrees and mysteries of God which are used to fight the devil. The real weapon, the real weapon, I cannot go into that. But the real weapon to defeat the devil is not power. The real weapon to defeat the devil is wisdom, is mystery. That is what God uses to rule and to keep the devil under him. 
Hallelujah. I, I have, those who know, I have spoke, I have talked about the Jesus' hairs were white as wool when he appeared to John and it signifies the ancient of days. He does not have has a crown on his head, no power. He has wisdom on his head. That signifies that God rules the earth and he overpowers the demonic kingdom not by power but by ancient mysteries and ancient judgments of God. Are we together? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. So we fight. So when we are, dear intercessors, dear intercessors who are concerned to bring God's kingdom on earth, I am talking to them, who have a hunger and thirst to pray and to see Jesus Christ reign over all the earth, who are fed up of this world, who are not at all attached to this world, but who are the spirit and the bride saying, come Lord Jesus, come. I am talking to them. Because it's your desire to see God's kingdom and when you want to do so, when you want to, when you want to bring God's kingdom, you have to attack such principalities. One of them is Babylon. And the way you, we will be able to defeat them is not only by fasting and praying, but tapping into the ancient judgments of God, which become a weapon in our mouth to defeat them. Because we are going to say, Babylon, we, we, we are not here to defeat you because you are already defeated by an ancient judgment that God has already released on you. Your end is written. The power of the written word is one, it's a decree that is already passed, which cannot be changed. Are we together? Are we together? Most of the powers that you are fighting, most of the local witchcraft and local demons, small, small demons you are fighting, in your life and you are getting fed up of those situations. God has already provided a solution, a weapon to defeat them. You are not able to tap into those mysteries because you are occupied in your situation. Hallelujah. The creation of the earth and of man was, God did not create the man first. God created the man at the end. If you read the book of Genesis. Before God created the man, he created everything that the man would need. So before he, he created man, the providence was already given to him, already arranged for him. That, that is before an attack comes in your life, before a situation arises in your life against you. God has already made the providence and the solution to for you to fight and overcome that situation. People of God, are you, are you with me? And that is called a mystery. That is called a mystery. The man and the or the woman who is able to tap into those mysteries, hallelujah, will overcome every battle in life. Knowing that God has, uh, knowing and tapping into the ancient mysteries and decrees of God. Are we together? People of God. Let me give you an example. Before going ahead with Babylon, let me give you an example about that. Let's go to Daniel chapter number 6. Let's go to Daniel chapter number 6. How many of you know what is there in Daniel chapter number 6? Okay, take this time. If you, don't, if you have not read the Bible properly, take this time. This is the time to read and meditate the Bible. Okay, how many of you know what is there in Daniel chapter number 6? In Daniel chapter number 6, it talks about Daniel in the den of lions. 
Okay. <coughs> so, let me not go into the verses, but Daniel chapter number 6 talks about Daniel was distinguished, he had an excellent spirit, and King Darius gave thoughts to promote Daniel over all the satraps and administrators to make him the head, to make him the first in authority. Now, King Darius, all of a sudden, it was not by coincidence he, start, he, he started to think to promote Daniel. It was not by coincidence. Something happened in Daniel chapter number 5 that brought the thought in King Darius' mind to promote Daniel. What happened in Daniel chapter number 5? In Daniel chapter number 5, King Belshazzar offered Daniel and gave Daniel the third position in the kingdom. He, he made Daniel the third ruler in the kingdom. Now you might wonder who is the first and the second. The first is the king. The, so Daniel should be offered the second. But he offered the third position because King Belshazzar was the second ruler. The first ruler was Babylon. The harlot. The principality. That is how kingdoms function. So first is the spirit. Second is the human, human agent. And Daniel was offered the what? Third position. So the writing on the wall was Mene Mene Tekel Farsin. And Mene means what? Mene means God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. But why Mene is written two times? Mene is written two times first to the spiritual king, second to the human king. And God told tonight, you will be finished. You will be finished. And that is what happened in the night. When King Belshazzar was was killed even the principalities was was taken out and because belshazzar gave daniel the third position now since the first two have come down daniel was the first in the realms of the spirit so when daniel was promoted in the realm of realms of the spirit at the first position that thought from the realms of the spirit provoked darius to make him the first mm, hallelujah you don't, don't get promotion in your office by making your boss happy. You get promoted by God first in the realms of the spirit. Then your boss automatically will start to think, Oh, should I promote uh, Ruth in my... Hallelujah. Are we together? So, that is the first thing Daniel knew. And once the promotion has happened in the realms of the spirit, it will not come in the physical realm automatically. There will be a war for it to come in the physical realm because Satan will stop that to happen. What God has ordained you to be in the unseen realm, Satan does not want you to become that. So Satan will fight the decree of God. Satan will fight the promotion that has come. Are, are you understanding? Okay. And the Bible says the enemies of Daniel came and passed a decree that if anyone prays to their God or makes petition, they will be killed. They will be killed. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in Daniel chapter 6 verse 10, now when Daniel knew the writing was signed, he knew if I pray I will die. But yet what he did? He went into his upper room with his windows open towards Jerusalem. He knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks because he knew it's an attack for his promotion not to come into his life. And secondly, he used an ancient covenant made with God. 
because he is opening his windows to a certain direction the bible says he is opening his windows towards what towards jerusalem why why first kings chapter number 8 first kings chapter number 8 i am teaching you how to tap into the ancient mysteries of god and pray so that the devil will not be able to defeat you first kings chapter number what 8 and verse number where is that verse number yes 46 mm-hmm. verse number 46 now this is solomon making covenants with god in front of the temple when he built the temple what is what 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 is the covenant he is making now here 46 when they sin against you for there is no one who does not sin and you become angry with them and deliver them to the enemy and they take them captive to the land of the enemy far to near hmm? that is what has has happened to daniel and israel they were taken captive to babylon yet when they come to themselves in the land where they were carried captive and repent and make supplication to you in the land of those who took them captive saying we have sinned and done wrong we have committed wickedness okay and when they return to you with all their heart with all their soul in the land of their enemies who led them away captive and pray to you toward their land which you gave to their fathers pray to you what towards the land towards jerusalem towards israel which you gave them their fathers the city which you have chosen and the temple which i have built for your name then here in heaven your dwelling place their prayer and their supplication and maintain their cause and forgive your people who have sinned against you stop there solomon is making covenants after building the temple and the bible says after he made those prayers god's glory filled the temple god accepted all his prayers solomon's prayer and one of the prayers that he prayed was when your people are taken away captive in a foreign land and from there they make supplication and realize that they have sinned and look towards this temple that's why he opened his door windows towards jerusalem because there was a ancient covenant hallelujah are we together there was a ancient covenant that solomon had made and daniel knew the mysteries how to make his prayers work he knew it hallelujah are we together so you see how daniel is praying you just can't pray oh god i want a car oh lord i am waiting for so long oh that is not that is not a prayer that will shake shake heavens and the and and powers of darkness and bring your answer you got to first of all come into a very 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 intimate relationship with jesus christ and the holy spirit and what the holy spirit will start to do is start to open your mind to some ancient covenants ancient decrees words mysteries that are going to direct your life into the destiny that god has for you are we together yes yes i pray that god will make us and make all of you men and women of mysteries in jesus mighty name yes 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 hallelujah people we don't blabber in prayer anything we have to pray with ancient decrees yes hallelujah i don't have time now but 
one of the things that is there in Esther, you know, Haman rose up against the Jews. Haman rose up against Mordecai. And he did not want it only to kill Mordecai, but kill all the Jews. Why? It's not a cold war between human beings. It's an ancient principality. The Bible says, Haman the Agagite. He came from the descendants of King Agag, who was an Amalekite, who was the king of the Amalek. And Amalek was the ancient enemy of God from, time, from the time since the people of Israel left Egypt. Amalek had attacked Israel. And you remember Moses rose up, took his rod in the hands on the mountain. Until the time he lifted his hands, the people of Joshua and his army were, were winning. Were get, and when his hands came down, that was Amalek. That was Amalek. So Moses knew how to defeat Amalek because it's not a physical enemy, it's a spiritual enemy. has to be defeated by spiritual strategies. And this was Amalek where God destined in his heart, this Amalek kingdom, I am going to wipe it out from the face of the earth. And God, God revealed his intentions to the people of Israel. When you will get rest Israel, you have to destroy the people of Amalek, wipe them away. That ancient assignment was, was given to Saul, the king, by Samuel, when Saul became the king. But Saul spared Agag. And because Saul opened, he did not even only spared Agag. He opened the doors of Israel and of his palace and brought Agag in. He brought a spirit in. And because Saul brought the spirit in, this Haman is manifesting in Esther. Many of the spirits that are attacking you because your ancestral ancestors have had opened doors to Agags. And that's why those attacks are there in your life now. Are we together? Are we understanding? There is something called as familiarity of demonic spirits. If you have an ancestral door open in your life of lust, okay, your ancestors used to sleep around committing adultery and fornication. And and, and you have an open door of your ancestors here. The spirit is again trying to find expression because there, an, there is an open door like Saul opened the door. Hallelujah. Are we together? That spirit will find expression. That spirit will continue to rule you, rule you, rule you. And you will not fellowship with God's holy people. You will, don't, you will not like them. But if anyone around you comes who is very lustful, you will be you will find familiarity with such a person and become very, become friends very, very easily with that person. That is called familiarity of demonic spirits. Hallelujah. That's why some people don't want to fellowship with God's holy people. What does the Bible say? Flee from sexual immorality in the book of Timothy and join together with those who call upon the name of the Lord. Okay, but... But not going into that. But Saul opened the door and he left Agag alive and took some of the spoils. But what happened in 1 Samuel, let me go there a little bit and then we will come to Babylon after that. 1 Samuel chapter number 15. Hallelujah. 1 Samuel chapter number 15. Verse number, verse number 32. Then Samuel said, bring Agag king of Amalekites here to me. So Agag came to him cautiously and Agag said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. What does that mean? 
I will tell you what does that mean. But Samuel said, as your sword has made women childless, so shall your mother be childless among women. That is a, that is a decree and a judgment upon Agag. Samuel is releasing. And Agag, okay. And Samuel hacked Agag in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. So, listen to me. When Agag came before Samuel, he was counter-attacking the spirit of God and the anointing of Samuel. And Agag was saying, Surely the bitterness of death has passed away. In other words, even if you now kill me, I have already found an open doorway to destroy Israel because Saul has let me in. So that's why Samuel said, Okay, let me release and pronounce a judgment and a curse over you. Your mother will be always childless. Though you found entrance in Israel, but you will be killed. And this is the judgment that was activated when Esther and Mordecai went into a three-day dry fast and Haman was killed not because there was a judgment was created newly on Haman because Samuel the prophet had already passed a judgment of God over the descendants of Agag. Am I, are you understanding people of God what I am saying? We fight, we fight by ancient ancient mysteries that is how we fight hmm. a man who is gifted in the gift of healing signs wonders and miracles the devil will be afraid of that man only when the man is on the pulpit because in the office he will operate in the anointing in person the devil is not afraid of such a servant of god that's why you see servants of God casting out demons, healing people from the pulpit because they are operating in the office of their anointing. But when they are in person, in their house, you will see them into adultery and fornication. The demons of lust are defeating the same man of God who casted out demons. Because anointing is not something that the devil is afraid of, nor your gifts. But a man who fears the Lord has the secrets of the Lord. And the devil is afraid of such a person. Are we together? Oh my, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is working in this place. The secrets of the Lord is with those who what? Fear Him. Fear Him. Fear Him. Hallelujah. And by fearing the Lord and walking in holiness, consecration, sanctification, separation from the world, you receive the secrets of the Lord. It is unveiled to you. It is unveiled to you. Anointing can be received by advancing in the priesthood in the prayer ministry. Yeah, that is how anointing is received. But the secrets are not received like that. It is received by living a consecrated and holy life. Like Daniel. Are we together? Hallelujah. I am trying to explain to you, intercessors, how we are going, how we, we want to strategically defeat this demonic kingdoms. I am explaining it to you so that you can be trained. Hallelujah. So, what I was saying is, when they fasted and prayed, this ancient decree, this ancient judgment. So, we need, what I, I was saying in the last meeting, in, in other meeting that, Christians are so emotional that they cannot utter the prayers of judgment. They are so emotional. They are praying for life for a person whom God wants to kill. Like Saul. Christians are like that. 
they have become very lovely and naive and hanky panky oh we love everyone oh god loves everyone oh god wants to save everyone on the earth oh everyone on the earth have to go to heaven oh it's not like that it's not like that there are agags there are the sons of the serpent hallelujah and things are happening in the world evil is increasing the devil is prospering in his agendas you know why because christians are praying in the flesh because christians don't know to don't know to minister like samuel who who told saul bring agag in front of me and what samuel did he cut him in pieces mercilessly no mercy on the enemy if you carry the heart of god if you carry the heart of god you will not love everyone yes if you carry the heart of, you don't know your jesus i am telling you many christians who talk to talk to us like that oh no brother no brother it's not like that because you you are in the flesh you are not chosen for such a time as this you are not in the spirit you are not linked with the voice of god hallelujah we need samuels who can cut agag in pieces who can pray the prayers of judgment i was in i used to carry out long time back when i did not had my ministry in in a church i used to carry out intercession prayer meeting that is how my ministry started i used to intercede 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 there was a group of people and oh my people started to see visions dreams those people who were dry they started to operate in the gifts in that place they were prophesying about plane crashes they were prophesying about earthquake earthquakes to come and all those stuff were happening in that room and i was leading that meeting hallelujah and once when i was praying in that meeting the spirit of the lord the prophetic anointing came on me heavily and i started to utter the judgments of god over some people over some over some ruling parties i started to utter judgments of god my god the whole group was silent and thought what has happened to this brother because they are not accustomed christians have not went to that level where you pray the prayers of judgments not by flesh not by our anger but by the utterance of the most high god we pray those prayers we release some things that will be used by our generations to fight with and defeat that enemy we release something out of our mouth our, our, hallelujah like samuel he released something that was used against haman in esther okay any which ways let's go ahead let's go ahead okay so this is babylon that existed before the race of adam and god you know already released the judgment that babylon you are going to fall you will never be established so we know the kingdom we are fighting against is already defeated it's already defeated so we don't have to sweat we don't have to do all those things to defeat it because we know it's already defeated okay hallelujah the, the the judgment of his of the fall of babylon it's already passed let's go to genesis chapter number 10 the book of genesis chapter number 10 okay coming to verse number 8 cush begot nimrod he began to be a mighty one on the earth he was a mighty hunter before the lord 
therefore it is said like nimrod the mighty hunter before the lord i told you all those things what is hunting he he used to hunt for soul and the beginning of his kingdom was babel okay so i told you already that nimrod is lucifer in the flesh nimrod has taken the face of the ancient king lucifer who used who was creating babylon and now nimrod is lucifer in the flesh who is again uh continuing with the assignment which was destroyed by god again nimrod so the spirit in nimrod was not a demon was not a fallen angel it was lucifer himself in nimrod functioning through nimrod and that's why he was hunting hunting for souls doing what what lucifer was good at doing hunting for souls trading soul, souls i have already told you all those things so what he was creating is first of all when you read genesis chapter number 11 verse number 4 they the nations of the earth was brought together i told you that is the beast system that is the beast on which the harlot will sit okay i told you which is the beast and all those things so i am not going to go into that but the nations of the earth came together that is the beast system on which the city will be formed the platform of babylon is the beast that's why you will see in revelation chapter 17 the harlot is sitting upon what a scarlet beast yes because the platform of this babylon is the beast the beast has given her the platform the beast has connected this babylon to all the nations of the earth hallelujah are we together the beast is the one who is giving babylon connections who is giving giving babylon connections and and who is assisting and forming babylon nimrod he is the one who brought the nations that is not clearly mentioned in genesis i i cannot go into all those details but that is what is happening here and in verse number 4 it it says that those people who came together the beast the people of all the nations who came together they said come let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heaven there are two things they are making one is the city and second is the tower okay the city is the physical place where they will they will reside they will carry out the work but the tower is the system that is again the system or the tower that signifies uh that they want to dethrone god and take the place of god the tower whose tops reaches to heaven are we understanding are we clear until this the tower is the system that they are making the tower that wants to reach the top of heaven and again fulfill the ancient desire of lucifer of what exalting his throne above the throne of god Ex- that is that is the tower now what is the tower we have to we have to understand what is that system of the tower how is babylon making that tower how, what is the what is the ingredients what are the dynamics what are the operations and the logistics used to build up that tower what are what is the tower have you ever thought about it okay we will unveil it tonight in jesus mighty name okay now we can go to revelation chapter 17 now it's time to go to the book of revelation chapter number 17 mhm hallelujah 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 revelation chapter number 17 let me read from verse number 1 okay stay patiently with me now then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me saying to me come 
I will show you the judgment of the great harlot. Underline great harlot. Who sits on many waters. Many waters are the people, multitude, nations and tongues in verse 15. Uh, that is the beast. Okay. Any which ways. Let's go ahead. Great harlot. That is what you have to remember. She is called what? A harlot. A prostitute. Verse number 2. With whom the kings of the earth committed fornication. Hmm? There is sex she is having. And the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Stay with me. I will explain you all those things. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast which was full of names of blasphemy. That is what I was saying. It's a blasphemous system. Full of names of blasphemy having seven head and heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. Now this signifies this great harlot has a lot of luxurious products. Everyone say luxury. Okay. Luxurious products and wealth and mammon. She has a lot of mammon. Mammon is material wealth. You remember mammon? You cannot serve God and mammon? That mammon. Okay. Having in her hand a golden full, golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written. This is the mystery now that needs to be unveiled. What is written on her forehead? First of all, mystery. Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth. That is the name written. Verse number 6. I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. Okay, let's stop there. Let's stop there. First of all, you got to understand this Babylon in the spirit is a lady who is a harlot. Okay. Let me tell you first, let me let, write it down what I am saying. Point number one is, what I want to tell and communicate is, Babylon is a seductive sexual predator. Write it down. Babylon is a seductive sexual predator who brings the nations, the kings, the people that are the merchants to come in a covenant relationship with her. Okay, let me come again. Babylon is a seductive sexual predator who brings the nations, the kings, the people, the merchants to come in a covenant relationship with her by her seduction to make them fall into having spiritual sex or fornication with her. Are we together? Okay. So she is a sexual predator that seduces seduces not only people merchants kings to come and sleep with her into sexual fornication spiritual fornication i will tell you what it is spiritual fornication and by when they fall into her seduction and have sex with her fornicate with her what happens is they become one with babylon they enter into a covenant relationship with babylon you are with me? Okay? Okay. Let me take you to a scripture before I go ahead. Open your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter number 
I think chapter number six. Chapter number six. First Corinthians chapter number six. Let me go there quickly. Read verse number sixteen. We read verse number sixteen. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. So when anyone sleeps with a harlot in the realm of the spirit, the two become one. That means the person comes into a bondage, into a covenant relationship with the body of the harlot, with the body of the harlot. Are we together? Stay with me. Now, how? Now, this is not this is not physical sex. I am talking about spiritual sex. What is spiritual sex? What is spiritual fornication? Because the Bible is saying the kings of the earth what fornicated with this Babylon. How did they fornicate? What was fornication? What is spiritual fornication? For to understand that, you have to first realize that she is she is selling a product. She, like what do harlots sell? They sell their body. This harlot is selling a product. The product is mammon. Write it down. Babylon's product is mammon. That is the one word I was able to take in the spirit to suffice all the things that she is selling. It's it's the collaboration of all those things is simply I would call it mammon. The product of Babylon is mammon. She is selling mammon. What is mammon? The material wealth, the merchandise. and the mammon that she is selling are luxury products money we will come to that that's in revelation chapter number 18 it's material wealth all kinds of luxury products and all those things and the products are not normal products listen to me listen very be very sensitive okay what i am saying the products are not normal products to be sold in the market the products that she is selling and giving to this merchants of the earth the kings of the earth and the people is with a spell is with a spell stay with me stay with me that for example for example what is the famous product now nowadays going on iphone yeah everyone likes iphone everyone wants to buy iphone and all those things uh when, when there is a release of a iphone you will see people lining up uh in front of the iphone store they will not go to work they will not eat but they will line up there with a with, with cash in their hand to buy iphone hallelujah now you the iphone company the head iphone company tells you that okay if do you want a franchise of my name iphone you will be happy because you don't have to work you you just have to take a franchise of iphone start it in your city and people will automatically come you don't have to market you don't have to spend money on advertisement you don't have to you don't have to start up the business and do all the hard work because the brand is already with you right you are you have just taken a franchise of a product that is already established and you just have to open that store in your city and people will just buy it you will just get business because the product is a influential product you just have to take it now this is what babylon is doing the products that she sells people is with a spell it's already established when you when you take her franchise you will be luxurious along with her both of you will earn money a lot of money are you are you understanding i am trying to explain something here stay with me 
both of you will be luxurious because you have taken a franchise a product that already people are mad enough to buy you market or don't market people will come and buy and give even above the retail retail price they are they are ready to offer you money for the product that is the type of products she is selling that is the type of franchise that's why the bible says the merchants of the earth those who have taken a franchise now she will give her franchise to you okay take my franchise take my franchise and you will be okay if i take this franchise i i just have to sit at home and the product will be sold out and i will live luxurious i will live luxuriously but in return you don't have to give her money in return you have to give her your soul your body your destiny give her to give it to her and she will give you the product hallelujah are we understanding that is what babylon is doing that is spiritual fornication that is spiritual fornication she is selling you her body and in return you are giving her your soul that is fornication am i able to explain it clearly okay are you understanding this so again let me tell you this spiritual fornication of with babylon is she is selling you her franchise her products and in return you are giving your soul to her you are giving your body to her you are giving your destiny to her okay hallelujah so let me take you to some scriptures let me take you to some scriptures now revelation chapter number 18 verse number 3 revelation chapter number 18 verse number 3 for all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury do you know what is what it means now i have explained it to you okay by her franchise by her products these people are living luxuriously but the price they are paying is they are selling their souls and bodies and destinies to babylon okay and that is what it what, what it is written they are committing fornication let's go to now revelation chapter number 18 the same chapter verse 9 to 15 verse 9 to 15 stay with me people of god the kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning when babylon will fall now what will happen then standing at a distance for fear of her torment saying alas alas the great city babylon the mighty city for in one hour your judgment has come and the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her for no one buys their merchandise anymore what happened there when babylon falls the products no one will buy the merchandise products which are laying in the shops of the of our merchants why because the spell of the babylon is broken over the products so no one is buying those products now till the time babylon was in power they were able to market the products everyone was mad now once god has destroyed babylon the spell the sorcery of babylon of the harlot over the products is broken and the merchandise are no longer able to make money by selling those products are you able to understand okay verse number 12 now see this verse number 
merchandise of gold and silver luxurious products precious stones and pearls fine linen and purple silk and scarlet every kind of citron wood every kind of object of ivory every kind of object of most precious wood bronze iron and marble and cinnamon and incense fragrant oil and frankincense wine and oil fine flour and wheat cattle and sheep horses and chariots and bodies and souls of men are you understanding now the scriptures okay luxurious products many of the brands that sell sell luxurious products they they pay tithes to the devil they are a satanic company one of the brand like dng you know that brand dng it's a satanic company their products are very expensive the people who buy the products are hollywood stars yes hollywood stars don't buy hanky panky products they will buy a product from a certain brand why because that is the babylon supply and those hollywood stars are the merchants the merchants now when the hollywood stars come on the tv on a interview and just show their watch like this like this watch now this is a very inexpensive watch but they 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 just show their watch like this like this oh yeah i was in that in that in that film and i faced a lot of trouble they are just showing the watch and the people who are watching this watch oh my god even we want to buy that watch hallelujah the merchants you just see that watch the the, the watch is cost the the cost of the watch is around 500000 but you don't care because this your favorite favorite hero the favorite actor is wearing the watch it's a status symbol you also want to wear the watch that is a product of babylon hallelujah ha <laughs> Hallelujah. You can't afford a underwear and you want to buy that watch and you are ready to you are ready to take a loan of 500,000 to buy that watch. Why? A spell is working there. A spell is working. The merchandise of Babylon, the luxurious products of Babylon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. This actors you don't know. they are getting all those luxurious products and wearing it because they have sold their soul to babylon they have sold their soul to babylon hallelujah in exchange of in exchange of luxurious merchandise are we understanding verse 13 says that's why underline bodies and souls of men that is also she sells and trades because if you want a franchise she will not take money in return she will take your soul and people are delighted in in that offer oh we don't have to any, do anything we can become we can become rich the devil can make you rich in one day you don't have to go the 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 difference between the devil and god the difference between the devil and god is devil will not make you rich by waiting or by process he can make it make you that in seconds but in return you have to give him something it will be more malu- valuable than money it will be your soul but god before he wants to give you a 500 or a million dollar in your hand 
he will take you through process so that you will be mature enough to handle what you are going to get from god that is my god are we together oh my hallelujah hallelujah reka mayara seketi amana em prokora mam prakana rab okay revelation chapter number 18 i am taking you through some scriptures i i i don't have time to take you through all the scriptures but taking you through some important ones in to explain you what i am speaking revelation chapter number 18 verse number 23 the light of a lamp shall not shine in any more in you any more and the voice of the bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you any more for your merchants were the great men of the earth for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived what were our merchants the great men of the earth how did they become great because babylon made them great who are the merchants of babylon everyone say the great men of the earth and how did they become great babylon made them great by giving her giving them her products and secondly the bible says for your sorcery for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived so the products that she is selling is by sorcery by sorcery everything has a spell what i told you what is sorcery I, sorcery is spiritual trading i give you a breakthrough you give me this amount of money those are sorcerers there are sorcerers in the church in the name of prophets they say ah we are the prophets of god but they you will go to them and you will tell them oh i want a breakthrough in my marriage they will tell you first of all submit 500000 dollars in my bank account then i will pray for you and you will get the breakthrough sorcery is spiritual trading of spiritual currencies you get the breakthrough in exchange of something you give to the man of god <laughs> Hallelujah are you there I I cannot take you to the I I have I have spoken on the subject called Belam the sorcerer I, I don't know if you guys remember or how many of you were there Belam the sorcerer I have explained sorcery there I have explained sorcery it's closely related to give and take of money and mammon mammon Hallelujah a lot of church cannot pray if they if if they don't get money that is a church not of believers that that is a church of sorcerers that pastor is a sorcerer i am telling you straight away that prophet he is telling you he is a servant of jesus he is deceiving you he is a sorcerer hallelujah okay any which ways i i don't want to go into that now let's continue so deceiving the merchants of the earth by sorcery so what i was saying what is the, all this thing she is doing this is how she is building the tower this is how she is building the tower she is selling her body harlot is selling her product and receiving the destinies and the souls and the powers of the nations of the kings of the great men of the earth to her and building the tower building the tower this is the building of tower are we together she what what is happening here listen to me what is happening here is she is 
she is selling the products that is making people rich but in turn she is receiving the power of men she is re receiving the power of the nations she is receiving the power of influential people she is re receiving the power of prime ministers and presidents yes see she is receiving their authority tomorrow whatever she will say they will do and that that is how the tower is being built that is how the tower is being built that is the first area of construction of the tower she is doing of selling her merchandise in return of souls and bodies and destinies of men that is the first part of construction the second part of construction that she is doing is that she will become powerful enough to persecute and kill the servants of god who reject to sleep with her and to stay pure that's why you saw her she was drinking the blood of the martyrs anyone who rises and says we are not we reject your product you are a sorcerer we are not going to defile ourselves by sleeping with you she will come and kill them and that's why you saw her what drinking the blood drinking the blood of the martyrs because this babylon is going to kill many servants of god hallelujah oh uh, americans don't want me to touch martyrs the you people in america don't like martyr and blood and all those things yeah yeah am i right you you guys like prosperity but that is going to happen <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah <laughs> okay okay listen to me the believers the body of christ the servants of god who will who will reject we are not going to defile ourselves by sleeping with you that is something that happened with daniel when he entered the the babylon in the book of daniel daniel was given forced to eat the delicacies the food of babylon i will i will come to that but daniel denied he said i will not defile myself i am not going to sleep with babylon that's why daniel and his friends were used against babylon so inside of babylon i want to prophesy this inside of babylon god is forming a body of christ a body of believers who will not sleep and fornicate with her that will be the church in babylon that will be the church in babylon can i get a hallelujah hallelujah praise god hallelujah oh my hallelujah hallelujah amen that will be the church inside of babylon daniel and his friends represented the body of christ in babylon who did not defile themselves with the delicacies of babylon in other words yes that is the babylon which was instigating them daniel and his friends to sleep to fornicate with the lady with the harlot by eating the food of babylon that is okay 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 revelation chapter number 17 verse 6 revelation 17 verse 6 I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and the, with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus and when I saw her I marveled with great amazement so this is the second area of construction anyone who rises babylon the harlot is the is also the spirit that was in jezebel jezebel who used to kill all the prophets in israel she was after the life of elijah that is that is a spirit a prototype of babylon who kills people who don't bow down to her come and sleep with me fornicate with me if you will say no i cannot defile myself with you harlot she will try to kill you 
yes she will try to kill you after that hallelujah and and and, and you you cannot be killed like that you have to be equipped daniel was not killed after he he rejected to sleep because because he became the solution uh, okay i i cannot go into that i cannot go into that now but but listen to me the second area of construction is he she will carry out killing and persecution chapter number 18 revelation chapter number 18 verse number 20 revelation chapter number 18 verse number 20 rejoice over her o heaven and you holy apostles and prophets for god has avenged you on her this is after babylon will fall what has been proclaimed rejoice over her, over her you heaven you holy apostles and prophets whom she killed because god has avenged on her hallelujah chapter number eight, chapter number 18 verse 24 verse 24 and in her was found the blood of prophets and saints of all who were slain on the earth so i am giving you scriptures i am giving you scriptures where i am showing you the second area of the construction of the tower of babel is she will persecute those who stand up for the commandments of the lord and for the word of god for the testimony of jesus christ hallelujah hallelujah okay i want to tell you something of how you can defeat the devil listen to me revelation chapter 12 verse 11 let's go there this verse dropped in my spirit just now revelation chapter 12 verse 11 and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony people talk about blood of the lamb word of my testimony blood of the lamb word of my testimony but what what is the third third weapon listen to me the third weapon is and they did not love their lives to death yes they did not love their lives if you love your life too much on earth you will not be able to defeat the devil Hallelujah. Can I have a amen? amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. If you Oh my, oh my, oh my. People are people want me to stop now. If you love your life too much, if you love your life too much, you will not be able to defeat this devil. You will not be able to battle. You have to he who tries to gain What 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 does the Bible say? I forgot that verse. Oh my god. He who tries to gain the whole world and yet forfeits the whole world but loses his, loses his soul hallelujah yes trying to gain the whole world but loses his soul but he who loses their life for my sake will gain it right hallelujah so believers everyone out here if you want to be in the army of god first of all don't care about your life give your life in the hands of god because the devil in the coming days is going to give you death threats but even at the cost of death your backbone shall be straight you should not bow down you should not bow down you should not bow down even at the at the cost of your life hallelujah such are the people hallelujah who can bring jesus down in the fire like shadrach meshach and abednego they were given a decree to to be burned in fire but they, they did not bow down they did not that is what the bible says the blood of the lamb the word of their testimony but people only blabber about the first two things but the third thing is and they did not love their lives they did not love their lives even unto death to the death hallelujah believers we are maturing 
the holy spirit wants the church to be matured so this is a, these are the two areas of construction that the lady the harlot will build up for the tower to reach to the to the top of heaven these are the two area this is the building of the tower are we together hallelujah now oh my god there is such a lot of things but i i believe i should end here i should end here okay hallelujah there is another lot of revelations because after this i want to tell you that how the church has led babylon to enter in it and take over it yes when babylon takes over the merchants the merchants are trading and among the merchants you will see a lot of churches there who are her customers you will see a lot of pastors who are our customers and i want to tell you from the bible how it started to happen from the book from the book of second kings from the incident of hezekiah so that is another bunch of revelations and i think I, we should stop here and pray let us pray let us spend few minutes in prayer hallelujah thank you jesus father we want to thank you father we want to thank you hallelujah hallelujah do not count your life dear to yourself but lose it for the sake of the lord jesus christ i am not saying kill yourself i am saying that lose the attachment you have with your life uh because the bible says that he has come to first of all defeat the fear of death yes the fear of death shall not rule over you in jesus mighty name Hallelujah come on pray with me okay pray with me the fear of death shall not rule over me in Jesus mighty name pray that the fear of death shall not rule over me in Jesus mighty name remo ko samakaraba rem priyanta kamana lekhemono ko ramangando mantiyama semona kamado shabatakaya ba em prakama nakal dorobo hebrews chapter number 2 verse 14 Hebrews chapter number 2 verse 14 Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death that is the devil and release those who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage you see that verse through the fear of death all their lifetime Hallelujah if anyone is under the spell of the fear of death you are in all lifetime bondage and tonight we are going to pray hallelujah my life my spirit my soul my body the lord holds under his control it belongs to jesus do not fear them who can kill the body but fear him who can destroy both your body and soul in hell hallelujah the fear of death with which the devil has put people here in lifetime bondage i break it over them in jesus mighty name anyone out here when you go on the roads when you drive your vehicle you always have a fear in you that i will meet with an accident or this will happen with me or i will die or i don't want to die that fear of death be loosened upon your life right now i pray eita makaya makoromo kozi Mambra kandra mano roko zakai galada 
like because the lord is re- raising up a breed that knows that they will not die yes like rabalaba everyone say i will not die you are not going to die my brother mani moyoko i will not die i will not die i will not die raya lata rabadia Hey, the Lord is raising up. The Lord is raising up a breed that is not going to die. That is not going to die. That is not going to die. I will not die. I will live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord is releasing his life. Anyone out here who has been attacked with the fear and the spirit of death is hovering over you. The spirit of suicide is hovering over you. It's getting broken and it's going out now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The second point we want to pray is, Lord, mature us in the spirit. Pray that prayer. Lord, mature us in the spirit. Lord, mature us in the things of the spirit. Oh Lord, mature us in the things of the spirit. You can only be mature when your own understanding and flesh will break. Lord, mature your body in the in your in your spirit and your word, Lord. Hallelujah. Let us not be fleshy Christians, Lord. Let us not think in our own emotions, Lord. Yes. Christians have become too emotional. Yes, they see anyone, they become too emotional. Not in the spirit, in their flesh they become emotional. They Christians, you got, many people out here are helping people whom they are not supposed to help. Many people are praying for salvation and, and breakthroughs for someone who is an enemy to God. By doing so, you are feeding not the people of God, you are feeding the snakes. In the name of Jesus, stop doing that. Walk in the spirit. God has called you to destroy the members of your flesh by the power of God's spirit by the power of God's spirit hallelujah I pray that you will raise up prophets here yes I want to pray right now I want to pray right now raise up fearless prophets in the body of Christ oh Lord my master Lord raise up raise them up train them prophets like Samuel who cut Agag in pieces prophets like Elisha who did not respect Naaman because he knew Naaman was too proud. Oh yes, prophets who are not after money, prophets who don't seek for the approval of men, prophets who are fearless lions, oh Lord, who will only speak your word, who will only do what you say, prophets who carry your heart, prophets who carry your burden, prophets who who are enemies to those who are your enemies, prophets who are friends to those who are your friends, prophets who are like Jesus walking on the earth, prophets uh, who are like Jesus talking on the earth, prophets who exactly resemble the ministry of Jesus Christ. Yes, raise up such prophets, raise up such breed of apostles. Pray that in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, bakayala, bakayala. The Holy Spirit is moving in this place and doing something mighty in the name of Jesus Christ. It's time. It's time for the apostles and prophets to arise. It's time for the apostolic church of God to arise. The time has come. Esther, you cannot no longer rest in the king's palace. You have to stand up and stand before the king and destroy Haman. Oh, it's time for you to awake from your sleep. Body of Christ, 
Awake from your sleep, I declare, it's time for me to sound the trumpet in the realm of the spirit. As his servant and his watchman standing on the walls of Jerusalem. Mature the body of Christ, Lord. Mature the body of Christ, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. That they will not function in their emotions. They will not function to please people as Saul did, Lord. They will not do their own will in ministry. But they will do yours, Lord. Like Samuel, Lord. They will do yours like Elisha, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The third point we want to pray is against Babylon. Is against Babylon. Is against Babylon. Churches, pastors, leaders out here. Don't sleep with Babylon. Babylon will come to you. Ba Babylon will come to you. Hallelujah. I want to reveal to you many secrets that are very sensitive. That are very sensitive. Do you know any preacher rises over a limit in America? There is that spirit sitting there who comes and makes, wants to make a deal with that preacher. And that's how preachers and servants of God in that nation who have arose over a certain level have become and sold their souls to the to the devil and become freemasons hallelujah a lot of freemasonic ritual is going on big stages of the church famous preachers are initiated into freemasonry hallelujah who is the one babylon babylon she comes and tells them if you want to continue with a bigger congregation and with a lot of money you have to sleep with me. You have to sleep with me. And when the preacher has lost their first love, and Jesus is not their Lord, but money or ministry or congregation is the Lord of their lives, they sell their souls. They sell their souls. Hallelujah. Come out of your come out of Babylon. Come out of such people. Come out come out of such such congregation and such church. Come out of Babylon. Hallelujah. My warning as an apostle. To the pastors, leaders and whoever do ministry here. Don't sleep with Babylon. Don't sleep with Babylon. You will lose your soul forever. Don't sleep for temporary luxury. For temporary uh, happiness. Don't sleep. And then you go into eternal mourning and crying. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hell is real. Hell is real. For all who have fornicated with this lady will go to hell with her. Hey, don't sleep. Don't sleep with her. Don't fornicate with her. Come out of her. Don't, don't expose her. Hallelujah. Don't bow down to her. Hallelujah. Ramam Prakaya. Because Babylon is approaching churches. Babylon is approaching pastors to make a deal with them. Hallelujah. Reject her offers. Rebrakala Baraba Sebrial Taraba. Rebranto Ramanaria. Oh Lord, I pray that you will save the body of Christ from Babylon. That the body of Christ will stand up in the integrity of the word of God and in their faith that they have in Jesus and not defile themselves. Will not defile themselves. Do not defile your bodies. Do not defile your soul, says the Lord. Do not defile your spirit, says the Lord, by sleeping with spirits, 
by sleeping with Babylon, by sleeping with the spiritual harlot, by fornicating with them. Do not defile yourself. Hallelujah, hallelujah, cleanse yourself, says the Lord from all the filthiness of the flesh and the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. Uh, believers, hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus is coming back and the bride that will go with him will be a virgin, a virgin, a virgin. Keep yourself a virgin. Don't defile yourself by fornicating. Don't defile yourself by fornicating with the things of the world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit that is moving in this place. Thank you, Lord, for your deliverance that you have accomplished in our midst tonight. Thank you, Lord, for the healing, for the breakthroughs, for the transformation. For the equipping and the maturing of people and of your body that you have established that you have accomplished in our midst tonight. We want to give you all glory, honor, and praise, Lord. Hallelujah. I pray that people who have received the word, the, the seed in them will grow. It will grow. Hallelujah. And in the coming times, this word will save them from a lot of dangers of hell. In Jesus' mighty name. I cover all of us. I cover all the people, all the families out here with the blood of Jesus Christ. We give you all the glory, honor and praise in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, we all say, Amen. Come on, give a shout of praise to the Lord. Shout hallelujah, rejoice. Amen. Amen.